Welcome to the Chrisman Commentary Daily Mortgage News Podcast. I'm your host, Robbie Chrisman. Topics on today's episode include quantitative tightening, the latest look at domestic retail sales, and employment data for the U.S. economy. Thanks to today's podcast sponsor, Encino, makers of the Encino Mortgage Suite for the modern mortgage lender. Encino Mortgage Suite's three core products, Encino Mortgage, Encino Incentive Compensation, and Encino Mortgage Analytics unite the people, systems, and stages of the mortgage process. See how Encino can support a home ownership journey that your borrowers and your team will love at Encino.com. Tuesday evening saw the very untimely and very unfortunate passing of former NBA president and CEO Dave Stevens. His resume included time at Long & Foster, Freddie Mac, Wells Fargo, and as FHA commissioner. Many considered him a friend. He led the NBA for seven years, from May 2011 to August 2018, during which he began treatment for prostate cancer. NBA president and CEO Bob Brokesmith stated, quote, He was instrumental in rebuilding our organization and leading the industry out of the Great Recession. End quote. In recent years, he ran Mountain Lake Consulting. He and I shared a belief that this is a great industry filled with great people, helping the nation one loan at a time. He will be missed by family, friends, and the industry, as well as by the NBA's Open Doors Foundation. We had quantitative easing during the pandemic, lowering rates to spur economic growth when people and companies were hunkering down, hoarding toilet paper and watching Tiger King. The Fed aggressively bought treasury bonds and mortgage-backed securities at the start of the COVID-19 pandemic in the spring of 2020, causing its overall holdings of cash and bonds to more than double to around $9 trillion by the summer of 2022. But now we're in a phase of quantitative tightening. So what's the game plan? The quantitative tightening process has been in the headlines with rate hikes delivered by the Fed as part of its effort to lower inflation back to its 2% target. Whether we return to 2% or lower is arguable. The Fed has been shrinking its holdings since last year, but has not given much guidance about how long the process will play out. Of course not, since that involves the future and no one has a crystal ball. But wait. Minutes from the recent Federal Reserve's Open Market Committee meeting noted that some officials are now ready to talk about the how and when of ending quantitative tightening. The question has been on the minds of investors and traders, given the apparent end of the current rate hiking cycle, and rising bets in financial markets that the central bank will be cutting rates as soon as this spring, as inflation pressures wane. The challenge for the Fed, anytime it increases or decreases stimulus, is that it is trying to achieve a level of liquidity in the financial system that will allow it to retain control over short-term rates, with a cushion to deal the volatility that can often strike money markets. But there's no clear sense so far of how to measure the needed amount of liquidity. The minutes of the last meeting have led analysts to suggest that we could see a fuller discussion of potential balance sheet plans going forward, using tools like the federal funds rate and the secured overnight financing rate. Stop me when you've heard this one before. Investors have gotten ahead of a hawkish Fed and are being forced to walk back rate cut bets. Apologies that this is the seventh or eighth separate time that this has happened over the past 18 months, but don't shoot this messenger. It was the case again yesterday in the wake of hawkish chatter from global central bankers. The U.S. Federal Reserve last decided to cut interest rates in 2019, 
75 basis points over the course of four months to give the economy a boost facing tepid inflation and moderating growth. Recent Fed rhetoric has suggested a similar 75 basis points of rate cuts in the latter half of this year, assuming inflation continues to trend downward. Traders are now less confident the Fed will lower rates in March than a couple of weeks ago and have been forced to walk back rate cut bets throughout January, after pricing in as much as 150 basis points of easing recently. Strong U.S. retail sales in December added to the nervousness about dovish Fed thinking. Retail sales beat expectations across the board, rising 0.6% month-over-month and 5.6% year-over-year in December, showing that the American consumer remains resilient. The robust figure also knocked down the probability of a March rate cut to that of a coin toss. Separately, the Fed's Beige Book for January noted the resilience of consumers. Consumer spending during the holidays met expectations in most districts, exceeding estimates in three regions, while several districts observed increases in leisure travel while manufacturing activity decreased in nearly all districts. High interest rates weighed on auto and real estate purchases. Most districts saw little or no change in employment, while half of the districts saw slighter, modest price increases. Total industrial production increased 0.1% month-over-month in December, better than expected after a revised unchanged reading of 0.2% in November. Total industrial production was up 1.0% year-over-year, while the capacity utilization rate was 1.1 percentage points below its long-run average. U.S. Treasury's $13 billion 20-year bond reopening met soft demand, but the market's response was muted despite the underwhelming interest. Today's economic calendar is underway with weekly jobless claims, in at 187,000, much lower than expected. Philadelphia Fed manufacturing in January, and housing starts, which fell to an annual rate of 1.46 million, as well as building permits for December. Later today brings several treasury auctions, headlined by month-end supply consisting of $60 billion of two-year, $61 billion of five-year, and $41 billion of seven-year notes, as well as $28 billion of two-year FRNs and $18 billion of 10-year tips. Freddie Mac will release its primary mortgage market survey, with the prior week's 30-year mortgage rate ticking up four basis points to 6.66%. And Atlanta Fed President Bostic is scheduled to deliver remarks. We begin the day with agency MBS prices, roughly unchanged from Wednesday's close, the 10-year yielding 4.10 after closing yesterday at 4.11%, and the two-year at 4.35%. Let's wrap up with a joke and some housekeeping. How does a man show that he's planning for the future? He buys two cases of beer. That was a little weak. (laughs) Thanks again to today's podcast sponsor, Encino, makers of the Encino Mortgage Suite for the modern mortgage lender. Encino Mortgage Suite's three core products, Encino Mortgage, Encino Incentive Compensation, and Encino Mortgage Analytics unite the people, systems, and stages of the mortgage process. See how Encino can support a home ownership journey that your borrowers and your team will love at Encino.com. If you have any questions about the podcast or sponsoring opportunities, send me an email at Robbie at robchrisman.com. Visit robchrisman.com for more information on our industry partners, access to archived commentaries, and how to subscribe to the daily mortgage news and commentary. To listen to or download past episodes of this podcast, search Mortgage News on any platform you get your podcast from.